ideas are in the energy realm and therefore they are limitless. The fastest way to get ideas to stop is to be afraid that there aren't enough. And there are infinite possibilities for you, for me, for jewelry, for whatever you're working in. There's just this huge expansive field that you can run and play and explore and experience the freedom that we as humans were intended to experience. And in the environment of freedom comes the most amazing, beautiful, creative ideas. This is a Soulfire production. All right, welcome back or welcome to the show. I'm your host, Judy Holler, a keynote speaker, best-selling author, and the founder and creator of The House of Ant, an improv-inspired lifestyle brand on a mission to show you what's possible when you're brave enough to open new doors. And I am so damn glad you are here now. This episode is sponsored by Advocare, a wellness company on a mission to support your health needs with high vibe tools, resources, and products. Make sure you check them out in our show notes to learn more, to support this podcast when you shop and to get discounts because you listen. Okay, so one of the questions that comes in a lot from you, from our community is this, how do I get more creative? (laughs) Or easy for you to say, Judy, but I am not creative. Or, you know, that's just something creative people do. Or creativity is hard. Now, I've always believed that we're all creative. If you cook dinner for your family, or if you've ever made cookies or baked a cake, You're creating it, kids, teenagers. Yo, that requires massive creativity to make things happen. Relationships require creativity to keep it fresh. Girls, weekends, you got to create the plan and the agenda. And the most powerful is this, that every day you actually are creating your reality. Today's episode is inspired by this question and my personal quest to remind you how creative you already are, babe, and to prove and to provide you with some tools to help you lean in even more. And I did not want to have that conversation alone. So I have brought on one of my favorite creators. She is so high vibe. She is so chic. She is so divine. She is Ansley Shermisher of Dora May Jewelry in Orlando, Florida. And she is one of my favorite humans to follow on Instagram and also one of my favorite humans just in real life. You're going to love this episode. We talk about spirituality and creativity and how you can access your creative intuition and come up with new ideas. We're going to talk about the possibility mindset and so much more. And I've got to share with you my biggest takeaway from our chat. Like I can't even, she said this, she goes, creativity is my soul connecting with your soul. So your creativity 
is your soul connecting with mine and mine with yours. This is why we can't hide. We can't fake it till we make it. We can't dim our light. We can't be somebody else. We can't avoid who we really are because then you start to connect with people who are not your people. So you might as well just be yourself. Let your guard down. Be brave enough now because that's how your soul, babe, connects with other souls. And that is what creativity is really all about. And Ansley reminds us of that power. Here's a little bit more about Ansley. The sun sets on all styles, but it rises again. Ansley Shermisher, the owner of Dora May Jewelry, loves to be a part of the rising, the new day, the new life, the reviving, life-giving, purpose-infusing process of making the old new again. Inspired by her grandmother, Dora May, Ansley takes jewelry from your past and adds hints of fashion forward so that all those treasured family heirlooms can sparkle around the next generation. Her store is called Dora May. You can shop online, but also in person in Orlando, Florida. I'll link up to all things Ansley in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. And if you're in Orlando, oh my God, you've got to go to her shop. You've got to take one of her creativity workshops. But after creating over 30 thousand one-of-a-kind pieces of heirloom jewelry, Ansley began seeking to understand her abundance of ideas, her open energy flows, her access to and trust of her creative intuition. And she wants to help you do the same. She recently launched On Being Creative, this new Instagram account to, to really build creativity and community for people who want to foster and expand their creative spark. We'll talk more about that on the show, but really, y'all buckle up. This is, this is such a beautiful conversation and my goodness, I cannot wait for you to meet her. So without further ado, here is my high vibe inflow divinely feminine creative chat with the very beautiful Ansley. Okay, Ansley. Uh, I'm so happy you're here, by the way, babe. This is going to be so much fun. I have to tell you something before we jump off. So you have this like magical aura around you. Okay. (laughs) Um, I will never forget the night I met you. Um, We were both in the Bahamas. I know, so glamorous, 2018. (laughs) I was there as a keynote speaker for an event and you were flown in by the client to share your jewelry with the group at this like opening reception and throughout the event. And we all got to pick out anything we wanted. You can't see me right now, but I'm donning that piece (laughs) I picked out that that night. And uh, you had this, table set up. You had a, a a couple of your staff there with you. You had the most stunning pieces. The ocean was all around us. Like there were <laughs> string lights at the reception up in the sky and you were wearing this feather skirt. It was like a feather. Do you know the skirt I'm talking about? Yes. Was it pink? Was it, it pink? Was pink? And it was feathers. And I remember like 
cue the Eve song. I remember, okay, first of all, I was the first one to walk in. I'm like total nerd alert. Like I was there way too early, but I remember like walking up to this table by myself and it's like the Eve song cued, like, who's that girl? La, 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 Like, I was like, who is that girl? What is her vibe? I need the whole thing. And so I go up to the table, I'm by myself. And here's these three beautiful women with like all this jewelry. And you were so kind, so hmm. open, so abundant, so flattering. You just hmm. like jumped right in and made me feel like, seen and beautiful and told me the jewelry would speak to me and that what I picked out would be meant for me. And it was this beautiful blend of fashion and spirituality. And it was something I had never really seen or experienced before. And so I had to start there with you. First, I had to share that with you. I, I remember Thank you. it. Thank you. Like Thank it was you. yesterday. And please tell me you, you still own that skirt and you wear it. I do. It's still, in fact, I looked at it this morning. It's so funny. You said that, like, I was actually thinking about you. <laughs> what like, should I wear? Like, like what your vibe is. I'm like, Ooh, I'm thinking hot pink tie dye. Like, I feel like that's it in my hot pink corsicle. And you know, like I my friend earrings. I don't know. I just felt like I wanted to get in your vibe because you made the same impression on me. Oh. And so I love that <laughs> you had that experience <laughs> of me. That makes me so happy. Um, but I was, I almost pulled that skirt out today. I'm like, <sighs> but it's light pink. I'm like, I don't know about light pink. I think I'm going to go with hot pink. Today. You wanted to really make a statement. Well, this skirt yeah. y'all, it is a vibe. So I will post it. I'll grab a photo from that night and throw it into yes. our show notes when you're listening. Um, um, or put it. a swipe right in our Instagram <laughs> so you can see me and Ansley years ago when we first met. But I wanted to start there because I wanted to ask you this question. Yeah. How much does your sense of the divine feminine and your spirituality really as a woman uh, play a role in who you are and how you create? Hmm. Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> this has actually formed my creativity or my creativity has formed through my spirituality mm. more than any other thing. And I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my background. Just let's do I feel it. like some of your listeners might relate to this, but I actually grew up in a really um, religious background where the kind where there was a lot of rigid black and white thinking, mm. um, a lot of um, rules and good, bad, right, wrong. Uh -huh. You know, it was, and, and there was a lot of fear there because if you didn't have exactly the right thinking and the right behavior, mm. you risked being rejected. And so, uh -huh. um, you know, that was part of my childhood that now when I look back on it, I realize when I went into my creative flow, nobody's system could touch me there. Ooh. And there was no black and white. In fact, it, the world was full of color and mm. um, there was no right and wrong because beauty is inherently good, you know? And so I found at first especially when I was a little girl, I wrote music when I was a little girl, I was really into 
um, fashion even then. I was a garden designer for 10 years. I've, I've sought out creativity as a place of um, curiosity, of freedom, of exploration, of discovery yeah. in in an environment that didn't naturally invite that. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of, you know, my, my spiritual journey. Um, but then also the way that I've expanded my creativity has also been through the spiritual process because somewhere along the way, I realized that authentic creativity creates authentic or authentic expression mm. creates authentic connection oh, and that. relationship. And so what you're speaking to, as far as when we met, I, I deeply have always wanted to connect yeah. with my fellow humans. And you can so, feel it. You can yes. feel it. Yeah. Well, and so I realized when I create from that authentic place, it connects with other people's authentic place. And so then that creates authentic connection and relationship, which is the whole reason I think we're on this planet. Yeah. So um, one of the things that's really helped in my spiritual life, I, I'm sure you've heard of the term shadow work, right? Yes, it's kind let's of talk having, about it. Yes. It's, yeah. It's having its day in our like therapeutic community right now, which I like, I love it so much because um, what shadow work meant to me was going in and finding all those places that I did not want to admit or acknowledge or act, act as if they weren't there and not only allow them to come up, but to accept them and to embrace them. Because when my full self creates, it connects to other people's full self. Yeah. When my true self creates the good, the bad, the ugly, then it connects to other people's true self, the good, the bad, the other ugly. And then that is what powerful art is. You know, yeah. um, it's when my true soul connects with someone else's true soul. That's what makes people feel. And so I think that's been ultimately the success of Dora May. It's because I never just wanted to create a thing. I wanted to create connection. I am writing that down right now. Uh, <laughs> true art is true creativity. I hope I got that right. Is when my soul, what's in my soul, what makes me happy, what mm -hmm. beats that heart, what yes. keeps me up at night in a good way. Uh, yes. It's when my soul meets your soul, right? Yeah. That deep knowing um, shadow work and all when our souls mm -hmm. meet. And this is why it's so dangerous to hide. It's yes. so dangerous to copy. It's so dangerous to be someone else yes. um, or to think you have to be uh, right. because then your soul is going to align with people who really aren't you. And you're going to find that friction and you're going to have no fun and you're going to be miserable and burnt out and stressed out. And we're going to find you out. So you might as well just be yourself. Be yourself. Do that shadow work to find out who you right. are, good, bad, and ugly, and right. stand in that truth. Okay, so a quick pause here to tell you about uh, a product that my husband has been using that if you two suffer from bad knees, 
achy joints, inflammation, cartilage issues. You're going to dig this. By the way, speaking of Scott, um, a lot of you have been saying I should do a podcast episode with him. What do you think about that? Send me a note by the way. Um, that could be fun. But let me tell you, one of the things he's been using from Advocare lately is this joint pro motion. So what it does is it helps you lubricate your joints and your cartilage. So he's had like massive knee issues from being an athlete. And honestly, he got injured in his early thirties at a skiing incident. It has never been the same. And so he had, has had two knee surgeries now. And finally Christmas Eve, uh, this past Christmas, he had like a full knee replacement. So it's that like bone on bone, right? Where his cartilage was just shredded. So to protect his non-surgery knee, he's been using this like joint pro motion vibe. And and enjoying it. So I thought I'd share uh, that with you in case maybe you struggle with some cartilage issues and need to lubricate your mobility as well. Advocare is a podcast sponsor. We love them. So this means because you listen, you get discounts. So if you're interested, don't pay full price. Head on over to the show notes and learn a little bit more about Advocare joint promotion and more. Okay, so I love that so much. Um, you also, you know, this the decision you have made to even be playful in the way that you name your jewelry. Like you, you, I never, I will never forget you saying, just come to the table and they all have names and she will pick you. It will pick you. Like you are called and like, what is, so it almost felt like, again, fashion meets spirituality. It's like, is this, a, am I picking out jewelry um, or am I in a tarot card no. reading? I don't know what's, it's not a joy. So tell me more about that decision, that creative, playful decision. And how do you name your pieces? I mean, my God, you have so much jewelry. Right. It's crazy. Well, I, um, I love that you're pointing this out because people do the piece does find the jewelry and the, the, the person does find the piece. It's a, it's a match, right? It's it like is. a, it's a, it's an amazing little energetic match. And I believe in my own heart and mind that when I put intention into a piece, when I care for each piece by naming it, by giving it an identity, then that will again, connect with someone else's identity. And we've had people like pick between two or they can't decide between two. And I'm like, have you read the name yet? And it'll be a gift for somebody. And then the quote will be something that like had something to do with their friendship or, you know, <sighs> it, I cannot tell you how many times that happens as if by magic, but I think that is the magic of this universe when we put deep intention and connection into each thing. And so for a while, for a business decision, people were like, oh, this is a bottleneck. Like this takes so much time. You yeah. know, do we really want to match a piece with a name? Like, yes, yes. we do. We're going <laughs> to do that, that work. Who we are. Yes. That's who the jewelry is. And I'm so glad it's, that again, our creativity has allowed or created connection and that happens through the name. But I'll tell you, the coolest part about the name is that my grandmother, Dora May, who my company was named after, she was a poet. And before she passed away, we um, published her book of poetry. Oh, I, and I could cry. Oh, I know. And so I take that book of poetry, open it up oh. and pick phrases from it and name each piece. So 
the spirit of creativity that was in my grandmother is still living, alive. you know, active and alive in the universe through the jewelry that's named in her honor. So it's not only a way to connect with people, it's a way to connect with my past, the, uh, with my creative heritage that is from my grandmother. So oh it's really actually special and meaningful to me. How beautiful. So can you buy your grandma's book of poetry? <laughs> never. It's just for our family. But that's oh, it's not a family a thing. Idea. Oh, I didn't know if it was like something that became published. I was just no. curious. Okay. So what, a, I'm so glad I asked the question. And so it sounds like a lot of, well, my goodness, who you are as a human being is rooted in where you've come from and what we create in this world comes from where we've been in this world. And one of the things I believe, um, not only the people around us are big inspiration, but I do believe that our home and our surroundings and our space is like a sanctuary, right? Mm, um, I think it definitely. should, yeah, I think it should inspire you, uh, be free from clutter if possible, <laughs> be a reflection <laughs> of who you are, good days, and bad days. Um, and I think where, what you love and where you go, um, where you live and where you travel to and all those things that make you feel good should be a part of that environment, right? So one of the things, the reason I'm saying this to you is one of the things I drool over when I'm watching you on Instagram is not just your jewelry designs and, and what you're doing as a creative, but like how you um, decorate and like style even your home, okay? You have the greatest style, fashion-wise, jewelry-wise, but also home-wise, and it seems to flow effortless, effortlessly. Like you even did this thing, I think it was in the uh, pandemic, uh, maybe around 2020, early 2020, where you redid some stuff in your current home and you have this kitchen area maybe that has a leopard print rug in it with some green chairs and it literally inspired me to put a leopard print rug in my <laughs> office. I'm like, it is so Ansley inspired in here just with pink instead of green. So the reason I'm saying this and bringing it up, my question to you yeah. is how do you access that like creative intuition and come up with all of these new ideas. I know you're working to teach this, not only at work, but at home, you know, whether it's your jewelry line or your fashion choices or the way you decorate your kitchen, like what are some <laughs> habits, tools, best practices, like we can steal and borrow to help us like listen a little bit better and be a little bit more creative. I love the word listen. I love that you said that. Because um, I think we all are intuitive and yeah. we all can channel and we all mm -hmm. are always being spoken to. The question is, are we listening? Mm -hmm. And you seem to listen. So I'd love to know how you're mm -hmm. spoken to and what you do a day in Nancy's mind. Well, okay. <laughs> I have a little quote I say at the beginning of our jewelry workshops and mm -hmm. It is something like, I never say it the same way twice, of course, but um, it's when you get lost that the best ideas are found. Oh, let's just stop. Let's just say that again. <laughs> My goodness. Say it one more time. It's when you're lost that the best ideas are found. Wow. So my best practice is to schedule playtime, mm. meaning you actually have to schedule it like a boundary, like an appointment on your schedule. So when I go in, 
it's like, this is my lost time. This is my playtime. Um, you know, some people will, you know how they say in meditation to soften your eyes. Like mm. if you're meditating, you don't want to stare really hard at something and you just kind of gaze just beyond. Well, I, for me and my creative practice, I soften my brain. <laughs> uh, so just kind of let it soften. You're not, you're not thinking about when people come in and have an end product in mind into my workshops, there is nothing like a product, a final <laughs> product to paralyze the hell out of people, you right, know? Right. So I say, okay, no, we're going to enjoy the process. And we actually, after reading your book, Judy, like, and befriending fear as like yeah. this main idea, we have so much crossover and what you did with improv and what you're yeah. doing with, you know, speaking, it's the same concepts when you're creating and I loved connecting you with you that way because I'm like we're living the same life it's just our creative output is different different yeah but it's the same we're doing the same thing we're doing the same process so that's kind of what I want to share with people no matter what it is whether it's fashion jewelry or literally creating an inspiring talk that gets people to rise out of their current you know place it's the same so I, we, we have this little practice where I give people a actual physical Pinterest board. And I say, I don't want you to think of anything that you want to make. All I want you to do is take the next 20 minutes and walk around my studio and discover if you like something I'm like, you know, that no pressure feeling of a Pinterest yeah. board where it's like, Oh, I just like that pot in the background. I'm going to put right. it to- or that color yeah. or the way or she's I just lit like that swatch of fabric. I'm just going to put, because there's no yes. pressure to it. No it's pressure. just like, I just like that one little thing. So I have people ex- discover in my studio, no matter what you like, just stick it on your board. Love and it. then it's up to me as their guide, as their creative guide to interpret that board at the end. But what I find is that when people just say, I don't care what I'm going to make, I'm just going to make a board of stuff that I like. Then I, then I know their style. Then I know their personality. They, they are delighted by this board. Like I love this color. You know, some people have this full on rainbow, like expression. Ooh. And then other people are like, Oh, I just, I like Browns and woods and golds and neutrals. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I get so you from now that I understand you're the soul of what you want to create. We're going to make something that you love. <sighs> and that, and then at the end, when they like designed their piece, because we designed it together, but they designed their piece. They're like, how come this is so me? I'm like, because you played. <laughs> oh, you and, let go. Yeah, you, you let, let go. go. And so I could see you. And that's what I want to see. I want to see the true you. And that play Pinterest board allowed me to do that. It gave me a little window into your person, you know? Oh. And so then they're guaranteed to have created something that they love and will actually wear, which is the whole point. So, so beautiful. Y'all, <laughs> we talk about this a lot. Schedule that that playtime. If you yeah. have a goal to be more creative, to create more, to do more, uh, 
use your boundaries to go make that happen. And Anthony, I'm always saying like, okay, like courage, how do you get brave? You practice it. How do you get more confident? You practice it. How do you get more creative? You like date it and practice it and hang out with it, right? Like, how are you a better mom? Hang out with your kids and work on it. How are you a better boss? You work on it, right? It's all a balance. So I think this is a great segue to where I want to go next. Number one, it is, I am man of, it is not, doesn't even need to be manifested because it's going to happen. I just had this like beautiful vision of like me, well, I'm definitely coming to your store. I cannot wait. It's on my list. And I (laughs) want to do one of your creative, creativity workshops um, and design something. But I'm like, I just had this like vision of bringing like my best girls and like literally surprising them with it, like making our next girls trip in Orlando and then bringing them to Dora May. And like, hopefully they don't listen. Well, they will probably listen to this episode. Surprise girls. We're probably going to go to Dora May. (laughs) And do some like spiritual jewelry design. But it's, so guys, if you're in Orlando, my God, or if you're traveling through, get to this place, go check it out. And before we come back to your work on creativity and where you're taking things next, yeah. um, I want to talk about your building really quick. So yeah. there was... Um, I was flipping through your Instagram stories and I see you in the car and you're upset because someone had thrown a brick through the storefront of your building. Okay. Mm. And you were upset and emotional and I'll never uh, forget watching your Instagram stories as you were moving through that. Okay. You were sitting in your car, clearly bummed and upset because it happened. And you said something that like took my breath away. It gave me so much hope in humanity. Uh, It validated why I have always felt sort of connected to you. I don't know why it's like, you're my sister from another spiritual mister. Um, (laughs) but, but, um, and it's also the second I knew I had to have you here. Um, you said this, I mean, you guys, a brick had just been thrown through the front of her beautiful building, very scary stuff, shattered the whole front of her store. And she is sitting in her car, wiping tears from her eyes. And she goes, you know what? I'm going to take all that glass, all that broken glass, and I'm going to make it into jewelry. Mm. I'm going to turn it into something. I am going to turn that pain into what's possible when we choose to, to change and own our own narrative to the things that are happening to us. And there's no problems in life. There's only perspective. And you have this opportunity every day to be the problem or be the possibility. And that is the work, that mindset, those human beings that think that way, you wonder why they're doing incredible world shaking things. It's because they see the broken glass and they go, aha, I'm going to turn that into a fucking disco ball. That that is what it's all about. Right. And so that's what we're doing in the house of and and the, the, the new brand we're building out. It's what the improv mindset is all about. So Ansley, like a, did you make anything with the glass and B have you always had that mindset or is that something that's kind of been primed over time? That possibility mindset. Okay. So I realized I wanted to start setting more specific intentions for Dora May Mm. when I hit my 10 year 
mark. So I wanted to expand what I knew Dorme could be. So I, and I, I realized a lot of it was looking back and realized what I had already done, but had never put words to, but the power of words and actually putting them to paper, you know, this is huge. So yes. I wrote a magical meaning manifesto. Ooh. And it I'm already was, loving this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it was huge. I, it took me a while, but I wanted to dig deep and real and realize what had been the meaning and the magic behind Dorme. And one of them was, I realized I never wanted to quote unquote, make jewelry. And I never wanted to sell jewelry. Like that made me want to shrivel up and die. And as soon as I would get into that type of mindset, like, oh, I got to sell more jewelry. I got to sell more jewelry. Yeah. I just wanted to crawl in a, in a creative hole yeah. and die. Like literally I couldn't do it. And so then I'm like, well, what, what sparks life? What makes me come alive? And that was, I want to not create jewelry. I want to create the joy oh. of transformation and the beauty of new life. That definition that expanded you know, intention of what Dorame was really set the course for the next five years of our company. And it had already been true, but the power of saying it was huge. Wow. So, um, so then everything that kind of comes through our doors, good, bad, whatever it is, it's about what is, because a lot of people bring us their ugly. I say that in quotes because yeah. they're like, this is ugly. I don't know what to do with it. This is my grandmother's. Thing. It's been sitting in a, um, you know, Ziploc bag. Like, yeah. what do I do with it? I'm like, let's transform it. <laughs> let's make oh. it something beautiful. Let's keep it alive. And so that's kind of been the heart of Dormade Jewelry. So a brick gets thrown through our window. And I feel like it's just in the groove of our intention to say, let's transform this. Let's mm-hmm. transform this situation. Okay, I got to stop this super creative conversation for one reason and one reason only. It is to remind you that every single week I choose a podcast review of the week. And if yours is picked, I send you the best snail mail surprise. And all you got to do to win is leave a podcast review on iTunes. And this week, our review of the week is Kristen Kurt. So Kristen, my girl, babe, thank you for your review. And to claim your prize, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know it's you or email me at hello at judyholler.com. It's that easy. And if you want to be our next listener of the week, all you got to do is leave a review on iTunes. But I'm going to tell you a story that I haven't told anybody yet um, about that, about that day. Um, we did um, take the glass and we do, I, I can show you pictures, but we do, my production manager actually cast glass. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. Her, um, her art is insane. But um, so she, she gathered all of that and made beautiful things out of it. But even more importantly, the person who threw the brick through our window came back to our store. Oh. We had some mental health issues and was having a low night and wanted to be arrested. 
So in order to be arrested, he had to commit a crime. And the crime he chose was to throw a brick through our window. Well, his mother and his grandmother brought him back to our store to apologize and see how he could make amends. So the conversation, and again, to me, this just made sense. Like, of course he's back here. Of course we're going to extend forgiveness. Of course we're going to make a connection. Well, by the end of the conversation, the mom and the grandma were back in our studio. We were all hugging. We were all crying. This is the story of their son and all of his struggles. And my production manager, Sarah, is eight years sober. So she has been in this amazing, you know, transformative past eight years and was able to speak into this man's life about her journey, which involved all sorts of things that, you know, were really inspiring to him to that he can get his, he can transform his life. It's not too late. Um, and just the, the beauty of that whole, I, I would not change it for the world. I would no more say, don't throw that brick for our window. No way. That was part of the story of Dora May, part of transformation, part of new life not just for jewelry, but for humans, oh <laughs> for people. So um, there was just a lot of redemption in that. And, and I, I, I love it. I love it so oh much. God, me too. I have chills. And thank you for sharing that. And <laughs> how amazing that the tragedy even yeah. is the transformation. It's like Absolutely. literally to what you said, you know, that's serendip- serendipity. The definition of serendipity is, is happy accidents, uh, mm-hmm. chance encounters. And the only way that happens is you put yourself in the way of it, but you have made a declaration, a manifestation, a mantra that anything through that walks through the doors of this building may ye be transformed, whether it's Absolutely. jewelry or a human I have chills and I just love he said what can I do for you and Sarah turned almost as if like it was just this she like rose out of her chair and she said (sighs) what you can do for us is go transform your life yes that's what you can do that would it's not going to be your hundred dollars to fix the door it's not going to be you know it's that you become who you were meant to become that your highest self, that is what you can do best for us and the universe. So go do it. It was like this, like yes. we all like wanted to stand up and like get a standing up. That's all like clapping over here. Yes. Like this is a moment. What a story, Ansley. Oh, full circle moment on so many levels. So I Thank you for sharing that. And it's one of my uh, favorite, favorite stories that I've watched develop over all the madness that, ha- you know, <laughs> was going on at that time, you know, always continuing to be such a light you are. So uh, you. last question, we have to, we have to, well, two questions before I get okay. you out of here. Um, okay. Number one, when I saw you were starting the On Being Creative Instagram oh. account, I stood up in my office and I screamed, hell yes, baby, because... <laughs> This is so great. You are taking uh, you and your work and blending that create 
activity and spirituality practice and helping people do it and feel confident that they already are. And how do we turn up the volume? So what can we expect there? I know you have an Instagram account. We're linking up to everything. It's called on being creative, which is your new account. So what Mm -hmm. can we expect there? I know you've got your workshops in the store, but like what, I mean, I know you can't tell us the business plan, but like, what do you envision that happening? happening how do you okay, envision well, that happening i need some coffee i guess <laughs> okay so well, many questions first, yes first let me just say that on being creative this is the perfect example of starting before you're ready yeah. <laughs> which i mean hand is, is raised entre- that is entrepreneurship that is it y'all you just have to move <laughs> you have to move right. I, I am in process of forming my vision. I, whenever I do anything, I, I want to know what I believe about it, why, you know, what I want from it, why I'm doing it and how I'm going to get there. Like the, I do that for every part of my life. It's that significant, but so I'm still very much in process there, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to practice what I preach and I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to start forming a small community, get their feedback, try to understand the places people really get stuck in creativity. So I can understand how best to communicate ways to get unstuck. It's like, and, and even it just being a few weeks old, I'm thinking I'm already understanding people are already DMing me private things like, ah, I'm in my dark night of the soul or, oh my goodness, how do I get brave enough to start this creative venture? I'm, I'm listening more right now. Like right now is like, what do people need? What's the need in the creative space and how can I, then how can I communicate and help best? So I'm, I'm there right now, but I, right now, what I feel the most is creating community around creative connection. So I, I just want there to be a conversation around creativity and an encouragement to people for people to stay and expand in their creative power. Cause I believe it. I believe people can expand their creative gifts and I want to help them do it. I love it, Ansley. And we are all creative. I always say that if you've ever gotten a a small child out of the house with pants on, you are (laughs) creative, right? If you've ever baked a cake or made cookies or cooked your family dinner. Guess what you're doing? You're creating. You're also improvising every single day. So I love this. We're all creative. We're all improvisers. Um, And I think I want to click into and highlight, illuminate and support one of the things that you just said. Yeah. You know, Fear is My Homeboy came out in 2019, my first book. And that book came out after years of putting those ideas into blog posts, in social media posts, in polls on Instagram, in bad speeches and good speeches. Like I, I mean, not a lot of people know that when I started speaking, I was like a personal branding speaker. And then what I realized was like, it wasn't about like a personal brand, which is super important. All great. It was really that I was finding that people were afraid to put themselves out there, afraid Mm. to trust the process, afraid. So anyway, to your point, Ansley, is 
things need to cook in the kitchen. And when you can focus on the process of listening and trusting and listening to her, you, that inner voice, that inner knowing, um, and just let it cook a little bit. We're doing that in the house of and right now. So y'all don't just take it from me. Take it from Ansley. Start, listen, play. And the rest will will sort of sort itself out. So I ha- I end all my guest interviews with this one question and I could uh-huh. talk to you forever. <laughs> um, but I am dying to hear what you would say to this. So the name of the show is Yes And. And it is a mantra that has changed the course of my life and my business. And so mm-hmm. I am curious when I offer up the term the words, yes, and to you, what does it, what does it mean? What comes up for you? So the word, and I think it symbolizes space for me. Mm. Well, it symbolizes space and freedom to roam in that space. So that same field that I was talking about where that, where I go almost in my mind to create and play that, like, the but the yes but idea that you talk about that's the limiting beliefs that's the uh like it's all gonna run out and i control scarcity yes scarcity exactly yes and says a spacious abundance where there's enough there's actually an infinite amount of ideas. So that's one of my most freeing mantras is that ideas are in the energy realm and therefore they are limitless. They are infinite. So there's the, the fastest way to get ideas to stop is to be afraid that there aren't enough. So, and makes me think, and there are infinite possibilities for you, for me, for jewelry, for whatever you're working in. There's just this huge expansive field that you can run and play and explore and discover. And I I don't know, that's the kind and, and experience the freedom that we as humans were intended to experience. Um, and in the environment of freedom, comes the most amazing, beautiful, creative ideas. So thank you for spelling that out. I love the way you say that. Yes, but yes, and, and is just vast open fields with it, with which I can play. Oh, and if you could just see Ansley as she's saying all this, her eyes are closed and her arms are spread and she's like emoting this like light and energy and just, oh, it's like you were just in flow, even giving me that answer. Ansley, you are just such a light. I cannot wait to get out to your studio, uh, officially meet you in person. I feel like I I have, but we haven't. And um, surprise my friends, surprise, surprise with a fun Dora May creativity, spiritual experience. Uh, But Ansley, thank you. You are such a gift. And I hope Mm. everyone here on the show, in the community, runs to your store and grabs themselves (laughs) something special because my goodness, uh, you certainly are. Thank you. I'd love talking to you. Can't wait to hang out in person. Same. Bye, Ansley. (laughs) Bye. 
Okay, so I hope you loved that conversation. Um, we got off the air and uh, she told me that she wants to give you a discount code to go shopping. Uh, I'm not paid to give you this code. I get nothing out of it other than you getting her magical jewelry around your neck, on your arm, in your ears, on hands, whatever kind of jewelry you end up buying, but definitely use this discount code and don't pay full price. Uh, I just love how generous this is. So she, you can go shopping. DoraMayJewelry.com. I'll link up in the show notes. And when you do, uh, use yes and 10, one, zero, and get 10% off your purchase. It'll save you some shipping and handling. My goodness, what a great time to be uh, learning about Dora May. Truly, uh, gifts for yourself, gifts for your friends and fam, perfect for Christmas, yo. I mean, Ansley's the real deal. So I hope you loved this show as much as we loved making it for you. Talk to me on Instagram, send me a DM, tag us, let us know what you thought about this episode. What was your biggest takeaway? I love hearing from you. And you can always send an email to hello at judyholler.com with your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reviewing. And until we meet again next week, keep opening the door to what's possible. Adios.